Thank you for listening to our Chat Canna broadcast. This podcast was originally created for our YouTube channel and is being rebroadcast here for your convenience. We'd like to thank the folks at Canna RHX for providing this Chat Canna podcast. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to November 11, 2020. And of course, it is an important day in the yearly cycle, and we want to thank our veterans everywhere and give respect to them uh, wherever they might be. And of course, remember those that have passed on, my father in particular, a World War II vet, and uh, I should put a link to a story. Back in 1995, I had a German foreign exchange student, and he interviewed my father. And remember, 95 was not that many years after the Berlin Wall came down, and he was an East German. And so it was a very poignant interview, and we had it completely transcribed, and it's on the internet. And we'll get that to you sometime. We'll talk about that sometime. Uh, Chat Canna for today. Got a couple of great stories. Um, Minnesota scientists have uh, tore apart uh, the cannabis plant, and they say they cannot predict what THC and CDB levels will be. And also a big retailer is adding hemp products to their own personal line. We're going to bring you those stories right now in just a second. want to, though, tell you about tomorrow's show. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, Shauna Reitmeyer. Yes, my same last name. She's actually a cousin's daughter. Uh, but I don't know Shauna too much in her life. She uh, yeah, got out of school and uh, went to big schools and uh, graduated. And it's going to be an interesting interview. She is the director of the Northwest Mental Health Center. And we are going to talk about mental health for farmers and those in agriculture, uh, particularly this year and what's happened uh, with uh, uh, some setbacks that have come in agriculture and, uh, and of course, uh, all of the other problems that are going on uh, with the crazy year that we've been having. So that is going to be tomorrow. And I really want you to set your clocks and uh, uh, join us for that program. I am excited about it. I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting time. And she's just a great communicator. Um, I just like the few minutes that we get or once in a while in the old days when we would meet up in a, in a, pu a pub somewhere and share some time together. Um, it's just going to be fun. And that's tomorrow, uh, Thursday, November 12th. Uh, so please join us for that or catch it. Of course, you can always catch it on YouTube and Facebook because it will be up there for a long, long time. Chat Canna for today, two things that are going on. The first story that I want to bring you is, of course, this has come out from Minnesota. And so, well, we should be excited about that, right? Minnesota researchers have developed genetics testing that predicts a cannabis, a cannabis plant, say that three times really fast, a cannabis plant's CBD and THC production ahead of time. And this comes from the University of Minnesota. So yes, this is great news that the U of M is actually working in our field. They're working on hemp plants. And now they have this genetic test. And linked today on the show, on the uh, YouTube video, is the actual big doctorate dissertation that you, you can read through to do this. George Weeblin, a professor at the College of Biological Science and the science director and curator of plants at the Bell Museum, studied three different varieties of cannabis, sativa plants. And this is really interesting. 
Uh, he got three varieties from industrial hemp growers. He went and got native or feral uh, cannabis, what we would call ditch weed. And then he got some actual marijuana samples from the National Institute of Drug Abuse. And then he went to work and they started comparing genetic markers uh, in all of those. Uh, and of course, they had put them through and knew how much THC was in them, how much CBD was in them, and then started to figure out, looking at them with genetic markers, what can we find out so that we can look at a plant and tell you, okay, Mr. Hemp Farmer, next year, if you plant this, you should expect to have THC levels below the maximum federal limit. Um, it also found some impurities in hemp varieties coming in from Canada. Um, some uh, did prove to be pure 100% CBD hemp, while others did not meet the THC requirements. So this is really interesting when we have uh, CBD plants claiming to be 100% CBD, no THC, you know, where are we on all of this? So great, great study, uh, great reporting. And uh, this, of course, uh, all filed now and uh, would be up for peer review. And that's what, of course, real science is. It's not a one-off report or somebody did a study, uh, but it is people with the genuine credentials that have done some study and post it and then want others to repeat the study. And together, we start getting a pattern that we then learn to accept as truth. One of his famous quotes is now, for hemp to take off in Minnesota and elsewhere, there must be ways to assure growers they will not have to destroy their crops at the end of a season. And we thank uh, Mr. Weeblin for that. Um, uh, he is uh, working on this full time. And again, we have the link down below if you are on YouTube. If not, get over, find us on YouTube. And the link is there. And you can look, it's all in Dr. E's, you know, it's all in scientific reporting, but you can gather all of what they did in the study. Also, an interesting thing is they have on the map of Minnesota where they pulled the ditch weed from, most of it, of course, down south and by the Mississippi River, but there's one not far from Crookston, Minnesota. I intend to uh, send him uh, some mail and try and find out where that is, because in our research, we have been seeking uh, some ditch weed, as they call it, uh, that we would like to see if we can cross with some of the varieties that we have and see if they affect it in a positive way. Of course, a negative way, we're going to have to destroy it right away. There's no question about that. We know that. Uh, that's part of uh, Minnesota state laws and laws that we are happy to follow. But on the other hand, maybe something positive will come out because this stuff has been living on the banks of ditches and rivers in Minnesota for maybe 60, 70, 80, or even more years. We don't know. We don't know if it was planted as part of the uh, real uh, explosion of planting hemp back in the World War II times when they needed rope. And that was the big encouragement, please plant hemp because the government needed rope uh, for the war. Uh, that was a time, or it could be from even uh, more ancient uh, seeds from before that and was just naturally here. Uh, that, of course, will start being tested, too, as scientists are looking at the genetic code and unraveling 
and saying, oh, this is tied to these over here. This is tied to these. These we know came from the seeds that were distributed uh, at the wartime. We do not have the sophistication to reach into the plant and pull that out right now. When I, when I say that, I'm reminded of the uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone when uh, Dumbledore could reach into that thing with his wand and pull out memories, but it was like it was like little strands of DNA. But uh, we, we here do not have that capability at all yet. But scientists sure do have that and can match up some seeds with other seeds and say these are cousins and they have a similar parentage. But this is all coming and it's coming really fast at us and everything like this is going to help the hemp industry. The other story I have for you today, these both released overnight, by the way, this is fresh news, hot off the presses. Uh, there is a small chain of food, grocery, meat, and variety stores that is coming across the Midwest. Where are they from, of course, you ask? They are from Germany. A little history about this. Uh, the store name is Aldi, and I really like them because uh, of the chocolate that they have. That's my thing. I go in and get some German chocolate because uh, if any of you have been following me over the 40 years on the radio, uh, you know that I'm a frequent visitor of uh, the fatherland. And uh, I don't know. There's just, I'm sorry, Hershey's. You make great chocolate. I cook with it all the time. But there is something about the German candy bars, some of them, not all of them, um, that are really, really good. And uh, Aldi carries them. So, I will see an Aldi sign and I will sneak in and buy some, some uh, chocolate and maybe a few other things when I'm there. But uh, they have an interesting store philosophy, quite different than the almost Walmart-sized grocery stores that we have now across the Midwest. Uh, they have very few employees. Uh, customers have to bag your own groceries. Uh, you have to bring your own bags or buy them. Um, they just have a really fast turnover of the 10,000 or so products that they have in the store versus uh, 80,000 or so products that a big grocery store might have in it. Um, but you can absolutely live out of an Aldi's. I mean, they have proteins, carbohydrates, sweets, they fruit, vegetables, meat. Uh, you could absolutely live, and wine and candy bars. You could absolutely live out of an Aldi's. But they, and they also do private labeling as much as they can. And by the way, a little fun fact, um, Aldi's in Germany is split north and south, Aldi's Sud and Aldi's Nord. It's two brothers that split up a long time ago over a fight as to whether to sell cigarettes in the store or not. And I'm not sure which is which, but one of them is the Aldi's that we are seeing pretty much just entering America now in the last few years. The other one in America is the chain called Trader Joe's. So that's how they are in the United States. So conceptually, they can actually interact in the same communities. But Trader Joe's, of course, is, sticks to big, big, bigger cities. I don't even think there's one in Fargo, North Dakota. But there is now an Aldi's, I believe, in Fargo. That's as close as you can get. And there is always rumors that they are coming a little farther north, like perhaps to Grand Forks or one of the other, other cities. It's an interesting philosophy. You can read about it on the internet. Just search for the Aldi's story and uh, you, will, you will get it there.
Anyway, that's the news about their history. The news that we have for them today is the fact that they are coming out with a complete line of hemp-infused skincare products. And that is the story today. They are taking the jump and they are bringing out uh, skincare products, not yet in the United States, but I'm telling you, this is how it works. You know, it starts in Germany, it jumps to the UK, uh, where they have multiple, multiple stores all across. And from there, it will soon be in the United States. Um, they are at the moment what's considered the most prominent retailer in the grocery channel to incorporate hemp derivatives. See, they use these fancy words, hemp derivatives. Um, and uh, so the question, of course, that's being asked as they put this in their facial serum is, are the CB, CDB, CBD, uh, you put it in order, CBD, ingredients in an isolate or broad spectrum distillate, how much CBD is contained in the product, and where the CBD and hemp seed oil from the three products are sourced. We don't know that yet. I'm not required to put that on the labels where they are yet. Uh, not required to put that on the labels in America yet either, but we find it interesting and think that perhaps it should be. Um, there is all sorts of news coming out with this, and we are happy that Aldi is doing this because they are actually making a commitment. And the one thing about Aldi is they stand behind their products. This isn't just something that somebody made a run of and put in a truck stop somewhere. So here we are. It's interesting. Aldi has made this announcement. It's coming out into their big chain of grocery and variety stores in the UK. It won't be long until it comes across the pond, and we will see them here in the United States. This just released 16 hours ago, and we are bringing you the news here on Chad Canna. Today's quick story, have you heard? Remember, tomorrow we will be interviewing Shauna Reitmeyer, and I hope you will join in for that. So looking forward to it. It is going to be a great show, and uh, want to just see you here for that. Have a great day, everybody. That's Chad Canna. Uh, we honor our veterans today as we do remember them every day. And it is 10 degrees here this morning, the coldest day uh, since summer. And I'm sure that winter is.